Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Thanks. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in, but the queen yeah. reigns to the top for oh, you. Yeah. In the Oakland oh, Racing yeah. Casino and Resort Studios. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Here is David Basil, Roger Scott, and Justin Moore. Yeah. All right, uh, 7.06 here on uh, this uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah, it only somebody said only you would have a birthday on Friday the 13th. How about that? It's getting, it, it's got to happen if you're on the 13th. Hey, let me tell you something, birthday boy. I, I did not appreciate Savage as much as I do these days. When I go back and see some of the video of him with me and Jane and watching uh, Randy know, Macho Man Savage, so they are freaking fantastic. So uh, here's what it says. According to sources, Arkansas should be able to see a partial solar eclipse of 60 to 75% tomorrow around 12 o'clock. I, I did not know this. I didn't know it was there. I heard Zach talking about it a time or two. Do you want to thank everybody? I see where Big Phil sent me a birthday wish. He said, wish, every, wish you and Roger a happy birthday, uh, my good uh, corn-eating maggot friend. There you go. I love that. <laughs> uh, happy birthday from uh, Stuttgart. Emma Banks. Uh, his birthday is today as well. She's a freshman softball player at McNeese. Hey, Emma. This is her dad, so uh, thank you very much. Let's check in with the uh, the Hall of Famer there, Raji Dodgy. It's now time to talk to former Razorback and NFL Hall of Famer Dan Hampton. Presented by Metro Towing and Recovery. You call, we haul. And by Central Termite and Pest Control. Locally owned and operated since 1957. Live from Chicago, here is Dan Hampton. Good morning, Dan. Happy birthday. How are you, my friend? Listen, I'm uh, the first one, hopefully, to welcome you. To the Codger Club, <laughs> and, uh, it, it may it may sound unappealing, but it's uh, it's, it's a lot better than the alternative. And by the way, I I did a little research on that uh, that partial eclipse tomorrow. Actually, that's going to be Nick Saban trying to moon us from the fifth yard. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama game. Oh wow. yes, you know. Uh, hey, you know, I mean, only uh, a zealot would have his birthday. Uh, in the fall, on a uh, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, so congratulations! Yeah, th- yeah. Now, now they got these, uh, you know, the uh, Hezbollah, whatever. Now, now, uh, world Jihad Hamas. Day. What is it? Hamas. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, Hamas. <laughs> yeah, I get them mixed up. Uh, they're doing Jihad Day, the, the National World Jihad Day today on my birthday, of course. You know, uh, Dan. Also, I uh, share the birthday with Jerry Jones. I wonder how old Jerry is. We need to look him up. Is I'll he, say he's eighty-three. Yeah, I would say he's in his eighties. I think so. Um, uh, all it means is just the joints get a little bit older and, and, and you know, whatever. I will say this. 81. You know, 81. Uh, Dan is, uh, always gives us his lock of the week. Uh, and I'm 1-0 last night, Dan. I went with the uh, with the Chiefs. Wasn't pretty, uh, but the Chiefs get it done last night uh, against the uh, the lowly Broncos. I got to tell you, you know, the, and I know there's a, a lot of uh, appeal to the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Everybody thinks the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, Kelsey's running around with Taylor Swift. I got it. I got it. But I, I watched. I watched that football team. It's. It's you know. Hey, it, it's check down and turnovers. I don't. I don't see the um, the rhythm that I saw in years past with that Kansas City offense. And you know, at some point, you start paying your quarterback of King's ransom. You ain't got. You you don't have money <laughs> for receiver. Right. You don't have money for you know, the difference makers at other places. So we'll see how all that works out. But like you said, you had your legs crossed waiting for that one to come in last night. Well, Dan, listen, the Razorbacks go down to Oxford, and uh, just like LSU, they, they actually have the lead on the road uh, in the fourth quarter, 20-17, to 17, can't hold on. Pretty darn solid performance by the defense to hold Ole Miss to half what they're normally, uh, about 600 yards a game they get. And uh, But, again, the same kind of issues, you know, with the offense, just can't seem to block, can't get any running game going, and, and penalties seem to hurt the team. And, uh, and now, obviously, they got the ultimate test. But, uh, again, have the lead in the second half and just can't hold on. You know, that's why it's called a football team, not football spectrum. You know, different, you know, uh, parts and, and, and different aspects of it. you, you got to play, you know, complementary football. And, and you're exactly right. But think about this, you know, and, and I understand the Hawks are in a, a you know, this is, this is a, a spot 
very few teams have ever had to be put in. Think about the schedule: going to Ole Miss, then going to Alabama. Yeah. Yep. I mean, this is this is not easy, and we're in the midst of a four-game losing streak. The schedulers they did us zero favors, <laughs> but you can't cry. Nobody's right. coming to rescue us. We're going to have to find a way out of this trap. Now, it's easy to point at the offensive line, and that's been a bone of contention all year. Uh, You know, and and again, years ago, a lot of these questions could have been, you know, answered, and 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 you find answers to in in in, you know two days, three days, uh, early in the season, and now they don't make. You know the kids don't practice. They don't hit. You don't. You don't know anything about how they're going to react until you're in the middle of a game against Auburn, and you, you know it's too late then. So, you know it's easy to point at the offensive line. I know they. You know they tried to move some people around, but it, 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 you got to also say, for whatever reason, KJ Jefferson. He has not been anything more than functional this year. He hasn't been extraordinary. Um, we know about Rocket. And I said, the first game, I said, something's going on with him. He looks slow, stiff, mechanical. It's almost like, you know, there's, there's such a thing as being in the weight room too much. And I maybe, you know, I heard about, oh, well, he's gained, you know, muscle. and right. There's something about just, you know, if you're running back, you need to run a lot. And and it, it, to me, he just not, he has not looked like the same guy. And it's easy to point a finger at Danny Enos. He, you know, he hadn't done no favors either, but <laughs> the offense has no rhythm, no rhyme, no schematic advantage. It's, it's, it's tough, but okay. How do you get out of this thing? Okay. You're going to Alabama and this is not a, this is not the uh, yes. end all Alabama. Yes, that, that's right. That we, that's right. We can, we can match up in certain ways, certain areas, but the main thing is we got to find some way to hang our hat on, on the running game. <laughs> Or the short passing game, the screen game. We got to find a way to hang our hat on something that's successful, and then, then make Alabama have to worry and make adjustments on offense. And if we don't do that, then they will dictate the way this game will be played. And then by the fourth quarter, they'll start melting our defense down like everybody else does. You know. Um, uh... Roger, yesterday, I, Dan, I, I told the guys I was doing an interview with uh, Darian Noka and Aaron Murray of Sirius Satellite, and we are talking about the Razorbacks, and I, and I made the point. I said, here's the deal. I said, that this, that's the problem, like Dan said. It's it's sort of late in the game to, to make wholesale changes. You are what you are. And I said, uh, I did the old, uh, who was the was the old Kentucky basketball coach who was coaching for the Celtics. It said, you know, Larry. Rick Larry yeah, Rick Pitino. He said, Larry Bird's not walking through that door. So I mentioned three players, <clears throat> I said, that are not walking in that uh, locker room. Uh, you and uh, who the th- I'll give you one was one Dan. Of, obviously, I said, one of them I said, Dan, Dan Hampton's not walking through that door. Darren McFadden's Darren not, walking, not through walking through that door. Darren McFadden's not walking through that door. And one, and, uh, and I'll say, the, one of my teammates. And one of your teammates. All, he's, I'll just give you oh, a uh, Atwater? Atwater. Atwater. Nailed it. Dan, I said, uh, I said, yeah, it's too late. Dan Andrews not walking through that door. Steve Atwater's not uh, walking through that door. Derrick what Bass. a list. Yeah, I know, I know. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. And, you know, I, I hate it. But you're right. You know, uh, Dan, I threw up the stat. This is the first time since 1925 that we played four, our first four conference opponents on the road. So you're right, the bad scheduling. And then that's why that BYU loss was such a – you know, just a, a bummer because that one, you know, that was a just – you hate to lose one at home there that you should have won knowing that you're probably going to lose these next four, you know? Absolutely. And and if you look going down the uh, schedule, Missouri, Missouri's causing trouble. I know. I'm telling you, that young Drinkwitz coach is um, – we'll, we'll see how he matches up, you know, this weekend. But, it, again, it, nobody is walking through that door to rescue, you know, anybody. And, and Sam – Sam knows it, and you can tell by the look on his face. He yeah. he hasn't been happy with the way. And again, yeah, again, this season mirrors the Chicago Bears so much. A, a good-natured, good guy coach that unfortunately didn't do the proper, you know, uh, things in in the preseason and the ramp up to the season. Where now it's almost like it's too late. You know, yeah. the the barn door's been open. Why close it now? The horses are, you know. Halfway downtown, so yeah. it's 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 too late, and we've got to find a way if we can to salvage what we we can. What better way? What better way to kind of turn things around 
And you know, come on, you know that every week Saban is beating on his kids, saying you got to be ready for Georgia, you got to be ready for Ole Miss. They're not talking about Arkansas. I wouldn't. I'd be saying, hey, everybody's handling Arkansas. We have a chance to sneak in Tuscaloosa and find, you know, some things we can build and, and be productive with, hang our hat on it, and get them into the fourth quarter and see what happens. That's all you can do. You know, Dan, the, the, the thing is, uh, Baz touched on it uh, uh, last couple of days about the focus that the offensive line has with all the uh, false starts that's yeah. going on. And then Sam comes out and tells us uh, uh, in, in the last three or four weeks or since the season started, one was that uh, he had to tell, talk to a few players as being like a counselor, making them you know, stay off social media, I know things are bad, and blah, 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 this and that and this and that. And then this last press conference a couple of days ago, he's on there talking about how this team still has in their head the BYU loss. And they're still thinking about that, and they're still suffering from that. I, listen, and Baz has got a Baz has got a wager on our Oakland app. He's got a wager that the Razorbacks score at least a touchdown in the first half. And Dad, I'm sorry, as a Razorback fan, and I'm a wonk. I have no faith in the team scoring a, uh, against Alabama on this. Well, and what what, what evidence do you have yeah. to think? Oh wow, we're, we're all of a sudden going to bust out and beat USC, right? And, right. and put 28 up. So right. I understand. But, you know, back to the offensive line, you know, and there's been a bunch of kids, and Latham has, has oh, it's been awful. Right. And I, I talk with a bunch of my teammates that watch it pretty close, some offensive linemen, and, and, and they're, they're horrified. And, and, and what, see, this is all crazy because you would think that if, if, if you were the, you know, the offensive line coach in your prior world, that as you become a head coach, that would be something that not only would you, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, what would you call it? Uh, it'd be your pet project. Yeah. You know, I know this, that Jimmy Johnson, when he became a head coach, he he still contributed to a lot of what happened with the defensive front because that yeah. was his domain. Mm-hmm. That's what he was in college, mm-hmm. and then when he became a coordinator, is the defensive line, and so... I, I don't understand. I can't I know. Understand. I know. I know where you're going. Yeah, That's why. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, get, shuffle the deck, you know, the chairs on the deck of the Titanic, you know, and all that. But it, just, it, it did not – it didn't seem to matter down the stretch when we needed the offense to, to run without, you know, penalty and, and blown assignments and all the things that, you know, offensive line – you know, the greatest thing about an offensive line is you don't know who they are. That means that yeah. they're playing great. Right. Nobody mentions their name. Right. Unfortunately, right. Our, our guys, you know, yep. fans can pick them out of a police lineup. <laughs> uh, I do want to thank Metro Towing and Central Termite and Pest Control for sponsoring Dan each week. And I guess, we, Roger, we haven't talked to Dan, you know, since the last week is NFL games. What about the Cowboys and the 49ers, Dan? Man, Jeez. we're talking about a, a, blow to your, a blow to your psyche Boo! there. You get you think you're a Super Bowl contender, you just get humiliated on Sunday night. Yeah, uh, and again, you know, when you go into a matchup like that, and right now the 49ers are the goods of the NFL, easily far and away ranked the number one team in, in pro football. You got to be able to, 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 you know, match them, you know, position by position. Well, what position was the chronic fail? Well, it was Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott. And, and here's the thing, guys. There's, there's going to be a, a, a kind of a come to Jesus meeting somewhere in the next two months with the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, and Dak Prescott. Prescott is, is angling for that, you know, that third contract, which you know is going to be cuckoo money. Is he worth it? No, he's not. Dak Prescott throws three touchdowns on the weak sisters, the Atlanta Falcons, teams like that across the league. Right. But when you get into a you know major league contest where you're going against Kansas City or the 49ers or somebody that you're going to have to you know avoid mistakes, make plays, make great decisions, he doesn't do it. And it's been his track record. So all that being said, there could be some monumental trades going on across the league. Now, we all know that Caleb Williams, the quarterback for the USC Trojans, you know, in my mind, 
uh, and a lot of scouts. He's the best quarterback that will uh, come out in the last 10 years yeah. and maybe for the next five. So everybody in the league, you know, they know what Mahomes meant to Kansas City over the last, you know, five, six, seven years. So they want to, you know, hey, hey, put me in line. I'm, I'm going to be the, well, it could be the Chicago Bears. It could be the Minnesota Vikings. But don't doubt that Jerry Jones somehow, some way, I'm just saying, keep this in the back of your mind because the way Dak played last week, yeah. very few people have confidence in him moving forward. Now, will he play better this week? Oh, yeah, guess what? You know, uh, he's going to play the 31st-ranked uh, right. L.A. Chargers right. defense. He's going to have three touchdowns, 300 yards, and everybody's going to act like, oh, everything's back to normal. No, it's not. Well, we won't forget what we saw last week. That will leave a mark. And at some point, I'm, I'm telling you, this that was kind of like the uh, the beginning of the end for Dak Prescott. You can't, you cannot in in conscious build a defense like they have. Have you know you got yeah. you got C.D. Lamb, who's a first round pick, a playmaker. You got uh, Tony Pollard, who's a Pro Bowler, and and you get slapped around like that. Why the quarterback? Slapped around, Dan. He is. He's just slapped around. And, you know, and, and Dak is one of those guys, and I'm a Cowboy fan. He's one of those guys that even he had a comment the other day when they got beat by the lowly uh, 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 St. Louis, excuse me, Arizona Cardinals when he came out and said, well, you guys are the one that said that we were going to be Super Bowl <laughs> champs and we were going to win all these games, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's time to make a change. Uh, the, the the best season that Dak ever had was the first nine, eight, nine, ten games of his rookie season when he was the top quarterback in the league. No interceptions, no anything, no nothing. And then, of course, after making that comment, that's when he started uh, throwing an interception. And, and listen, there's a kid, there's a kid that was conceived and graduated a four-year <laughs> college since the Dallas Cowboys won a Super Bowl. And that's not acceptable in Dallas Cowboy fandom world, Dan. Right. And and I had a little birdie tell me that Jimmy Johnson will be in L.A. on the sideline of the Chargers this Sunday night. I think it's a Sunday night game. He's yes. going to be over there on the Chargers sideline just to put a little thorn <laughs> in uh, you know, Jerry Jones's you-know-what. So, really? Hey. How about that? Oh, yeah, 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 I thought they'd patch things up at the Hall of Fame or whatever. I didn't know that. No, well, hey, again, hey, everybody needs to buy a ticket to watch this. This will be fun. And, you know, what's great is, you know, I hate to say it, Little Arkansas still has such tentacles into the NFL that a lot of things that happen, you know, have, uh, you know, roots and traces back to our beloved state. Yeah, so that Cowboys, it, it'll Denver. be fun to watch. Yeah, now, absolutely. hey, before we get out of here, yeah. last week I, my, uh, I, I, my lock didn't hit, but this week is a five-star golden play. Uh-oh. It's the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. This, is, this is a great one, and if um, you know, I've also heard that uh, Ron Rivera is on the way out, and the uh, Washington Commanders, is, they're playing like he's on his way out. In Atlanta, they're only getting better. So I like the uh, Atlanta Falcons laying two and a half. All right, Dan. There Great stuff as always, Thanks, buddy. Have, have a uh, wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dan. All right, guys. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. I'm taking something with Dan Hampton talk. Dan Hampton's not coming through that door. <laughs> D-Mac's not coming through that door. And Steve Atwater's not coming through that uh, door. Is anybody else wow. going to name there? I think those are the top three. If you had to name three. Uh, yeah. Listen, three of them. I mean, two of them are NFL Hall of Famers. Uh, I'm trying to think of a quarterback. I mean, if you were to say so-and-so quarterback's not coming through that door. Ryan you pick of offensive linemen. Yeah, you got this ton of offensive linemen. But those three names... Or I would guess the biggest names, right? Two Hall, NFL Hall of Famers. Right. The only NFL. Well, you got all worth it. There was an all is NFL. Hall oh, of sure, Famer. sure, sure. But those modern era, and then uh, and then McFadden, the greatest, you know, That's running right. back. I do want to thank Metro Towing and Central uh, Central Termite and Pest Control. We appreciate them sponsoring uh, this segment. Let's go ahead and take a break. And Mark we'll May's coming break. up next. Is Landon, there somebody out there? Landon Jackson coming. Who is that? Who is that? I don't know. But if we, I'm not going to tell you. This, all. this is why. This is. Oh my goodness! There this Lee go. Hatcher. Come on in here. Hey, Greg Lee. What's up? This is the. This is the danger. Look at that. There's the power couple. I'm doing. 
Uh, see, this is the problem of doing uh, this, uh, shows on your birthday. This place this just started looking and smelling I better. Know, I can tell I you know, that right I know. now. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, and fi- figure out what they're up to. It Another is a, song that was uh, number one when you were a, 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 a newborn, Bass. Let's see, what is it? Oh, this is a great song. Tommy Love playing this song. Across the world of sports, first in baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies took care of the Atlanta Braves in game number four to win their National League Divisional Series by three games to one. The score of the game was also three games to one. Nick Castellanos becomes the first player in Major League Baseball history to hit two home runs in consecutive games in the postseason. The Phillies will now be matched up with the Arizona Diamondbacks in the National League Championship Series in the American League championship series. It's an all-Texas affair between the Astros and the Rangers. And finally, the National Football League, it was Kansas City getting past Denver last night, 19-8. The Broncos scored late in the fourth quarter. The Chiefs got a field goal from Harrison Butker to put themselves up 11 and get to 5-1. and one. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Warm again today out ahead of a cold front, so mostly cloudy, a high around 82 degrees. Gets a little breezy and just a small chance of a few light showers. Tonight's low down to the mid-50s, cooler and breezy this weekend. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Today's special at the Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel. Dinner for two for $60. Split a 10-ounce filet, fried shrimp, and our famous salad bar. What's up, everyone? It's Christian Weaver for The Zone. The guys will finish off their week on the road at Bell & Sword in Conway. Joseph Pinion will call in in the first hour. Clint Sterner will come on courtesy of Motorsports Authority. We'll have Tom Murphy on to preview Arkansas versus Alabama. UCA head coach Nathan Brown will join us to preview UCA's game against SFA on Saturday. And in the final hour, we'll have entertainment and birthdays. It's all that and much more Friday in The Zone where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Duck season is just around the corner, and as always, Max Prairie Wings has got you covered. Right now, receive a $2,000 Max gift card with the purchase of a Thor boat, motor, and trailer package. Or maybe you need a new gun. Beretta A300 12 gauges are just $7.99, and Weatherby 18i 3.5 inch 12 gauge Super Mag starting at $7.49. And Stoger SDR 9mm for $299.99 each. Two or more, just $279.99 each. Shop now at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins. 
friends here. In this hustle and bustle world of get in, get what you need, and get out, the family market stores are there for you. We all know how much of a hassle some of these big box stores can be. And the dollar stores, of course, can't provide any fresh items, and they don't carry a great selection. The family market does. We can always park up close, run in, grab what you need, whether it's just for the one item or a hundred. And you never have to check yourself out because their friendly team members will take care of all that for you. And while you're there, don't forget about all those fall items you're going to need, like deer corn and firewood. Family market, the way grocery shopping is supposed to be. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Callie in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. Waiting is no fun. Like when you're hungry, waiting for the microwave. Waiting for the light to turn green when you're running late. Come on, come on, come on. Or waiting for your notoriously unpunctual friend to arrive at the bar, even though she just texted you five minutes away. Sure you are. At the payroll company, we know waiting stinks, which is why we pride ourselves on fast replies to our clients, doing payroll right and on time each month, and answering questions quickly and efficiently. The payroll company. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Your morning drive will never be the same when you have Morning Mayhem on the radio. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Arkansas's only casino resort. Hey, David, this is Bo Jackson. Hey, brother, welcome to Club 60. I got there last year. I hope that you're enjoying yourself. I hear that you're doing a lot of great things in Arkansas. Continue to do that, brother. Continue to give back to the community, yeah. love your community, and do all the things that make you happy. I hear that we had a run-in in the, in the 84 Liberty Bowl. Let me apologize, but I was only doing my job. Enjoy your birthday today, 60. Man, that's a milestone. And if you're anything... Like me, you need to slow the hell down. Take a break every now and then because everybody gets on me because I don't take a break. I've worked so hard that I've developed the hiccups and I can't get rid of them. So if you got a remedy for that, let me know. But in the meantime, today, take the day off and let everybody treat you like a king. Yeah. Happy birthday, brother. Talk to you later. Hey, listen, listen. You, you didn't you didn't take care of business when I was in there. I'm just saying that, Bo. Sorry. The one play you ran for 40 yards, I wasn't in there. I was resting. <laughs> the other 15 tackles, a lot of them were you, my friend. That was very nice of him to do that. Oh, very nice. of him to do that. You can. Oh, listen. Listen to that song right there. I wonder if Mark May knows this music. We can take it now. Come on. Sing it. It's time once again for College Football Talk with Mark May. Sponsored by Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's grocery needs. And by Dugan's Pub, your home for daily lunch specials and weekday happy hour. Now, former Pitt Panther and Washington Redskin great, Mark May. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. Looks like the party's already started. Happy birthday, Bass. Well, yeah. thanks, Mark, and uh, appreciate your birthday video you said, you know, about Roger. awesome. Yeah, you had the, the uh, Lou Holtz mask on that was outstanding. I didn't know there, there was such a thing as a Lou Holtz mask. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that thing for about 15 years. I just keep it in the hopper until I need it. Now, how old, uh, how old are you? Uh, I know you're obviously in your 60s, but how old are you, Mark? 63. All right, 63. So you're three years older than uh, me and Rod. Roger turns 60 next, uh, is it Wednesday or Thursday, Roger? Next Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, how, how was 60? As a guy, listen, as a guy who played professional in college football, you keep yourself in such good shape. You're, you're never overweight. Uh, do you have any joint issues at all in your in your 60s? Oh, absolutely. I've had them for a long time. You've got to take care of yourself and try to keep the muscles strong around the joint. That's about the only thing that really helps it. So that's why I work out like an idiot every day. Well, you look you look amazing. You look yeah. like you still still play. By the way, too, you know, remember um, uh, now, KC and the Sunshine Band. You had them at your event this year, right? 
Yes, did. Well, you talking about somebody who probably needs to lose some weight? Is uh, is KC? Wow. Is KC? He wow. was he was just he was just at Oaklawn uh, Racing Casino Resort here, and he it reminds me of me. Uh, but but I, I give you I, I give, give him credit. He's up there singing, Mark. He does it. Sold out. Yeah, he gets around pretty good. He dances and spins and gets around pretty good up there on the stage. I was really I was really impressed. He's like seventy one. I know, I know, and the, yeah, he's he's ballooned up, but I guess he's not shy. He just just be shake a little bit more, got a little bit more to shake, I guess. Yep, he's a happy man. Uh, sure is. What did you think of the Razorbacks' performance? You know, down at uh, Ole Miss, the defense really does a good job of, you know, holding Ole Miss way below its average, and you're leading in the game twenty to seventeen in the fourth quarter, just can't get it done. Yeah, that's one thing that's been surprising about this team this year is the defense. It hasn't been special, but it's been better than, than anyone expected and better than last year because you thought that they would crater, and they've been in there hanging in there every game, at least keeping the score tight in just about every game they played this year until the end where they just collapse because they just can't keep up with the other with the opposition. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it is what it is at this point. Now you go to uh, Alabama, you've, you've lost to them 16 years in a row. It's not your typical Alabama team. You know, they're ranked 80th in offense, which is almost hard to believe that, uh, you know, after what we've seen with all their great quarterbacks and running backs. But uh, you're playing 11 o'clock, you know, maybe they might be sleepwalking a little bit, maybe catch them when they're, you know, not really fired up. But here's a crazy record. Uh, Nick Saban is 26-0 and for games that start uh, 11.30 or earlier. So there you go. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That doesn't sound good. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, uh, the thing about Alabama's offense, if you look at it, you know, last week they finally woke up and started throwing the ball vertically because you're looking to see what wide receiver would step up for Alabama because they've had so many great ones over the past decade or so. And Jalen Milrow found one. He found, you know, he finally found one in Jermaine Burton that had a big day, almost 200 yards receiving and three touchdowns. And they were all deep bombs. So, that's one thing that the defense has got to be prepared for. They're going to try to get those quick strikes with this offense because they hadn't done it all season long. Now they're finally putting it together, and it's starting to come together for Alabama offensively. So it's got to be interesting to see what they do from this point on on out. We're lucky to have, Raj, to have uh, Dan Hampton, who obviously a Hall of Famer. you got Mark May, who's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Dan on the defensive side of the ball, Mark on the offensive side of the ball. So wanted to ask you, from your perspective, a guy who won Super Bowls, so Sam Pittman's trying to push anybody he can just to try to get some traction running the ball, which we've struggled to do. So I don't know if you saw last week they moved, but we talked about it, they moved Latham and Kudis and just you know moved them around. And then about halfway through the game, I think Kudis, who I think is a true freshman, a rusher freshman, was struggling, I think, at center. You know, that's not easy to go, go from tackle to center. And so they moved it back. They moved everybody back to where they were supposed to be. How is that, you know, as an offensive lineman? Is that something... This just shows how desperate they are trying to find something that works, or was that just something they shouldn't even try in the first place? That's, I think it's an act of desperation. Yeah. Usually you don't want to do that, particularly moving somebody in the center position because that's where all the calls were made on the offensive line. And the thing is you've got to have that relationship with the quarterback and have enough time with him to get the snaps. The one thing about the offensive line is that's the only union on the field that all five guys have to be on the same page because if one guy takes one wrong step, it breaks the play down. So it's not like defense where you can just put a guy out there and say, sick him and go get the ball. So it's one of those things on the offensive line. You need that continuity, and you need that relationship player to player because it's all about communication. If you don't know who to block, it doesn't matter if you know how to block. So I don't care if you're the best run blocker in the world. If you don't block the right guy or take the right step or go the right way, it's not going to help the offense. So that's what they're looking for. They're looking for efficiency, and they're looking for that communication. And it's an experiment that they're trying. You know, you're right now, you're, you know, look at you, you need to win a game. So you need, you need to try something to win a game. So you might as well experiment with it and give it a shot because right now, you know, you've got to pull out every plug and try to find out who you have them and how you have them and how good they are. I'm going to ask you the same question that Roger asked Dan Hampton and from an offensive lineman standpoint. The other thing, uh, Mark, is crazy is these offside penalties, you know, uh, pre-snap penalties, movement. Where, you know, these guys are, when the defensive line, not linemen, are stemming or shifting, we're jumping off sides. And, it, you know, we didn't have any against him that we went back last week against Ole Miss and had 10, 5 on the offensive side of the ball. What the, Is that just a lack of focus or intensity? When that happens, you know, because you know you practice it, and then you get in the game, and they just continue to struggle with it. It's a lot of lack of concentration. It may be that the player is fatigued, that the player is not focusing enough. And the thing is, those are what drive coaches crazy because those are things that can't be worked. Those are things that you work on in practice. Those are the things every day you go out and you prepare for in your practice. So when you get to a game, you don't do that. And unfortunately, that happens. Once it starts happening, you know, players have to get refocused again. And it's not about grabbing the guy by the face basket and yelling and screaming at us. It's about communication. 
What did you see? Why did you jump off sides? Why did you have it moving? Were you not focused? Did you not communicate? Did you hear something? All those things factor in there, particularly on the offensive line. So, you know, those things can be corrected, and all it is is up to the players to focus. If you're fatigued, let us know. We'll put somebody else in. If it's a focus issue where you can't concentrate, let us know. We'll put somebody else in. But you've got to find out the root cause of those issues because otherwise they'll keep popping up. Guys, I know that they move a tackle or a center to a tackle, but they didn't put a tackle at center, they had uh, a backup center, I'm sure, so that continuity has to work. Yes? No, they moved, they moved Kudis to, to tackle to center. Okay. They they did. Did. And that's and my then, question. Then, then they How do you in. do that? Yeah, well, How do you do that? Now, a tackle, a center to a tackle is one thing, but a tackle to a center, I mean, to me, that would be the most difficult of the two tasks. Yes? Yeah, it is. And I've done that before, basically, in games in the NFL because I played all positions before, and that's why I played a long time in the NFL because I knew all the positions. And the thing is, if you practice it, that's fine. If you don't practice it, that's an issue. But if a guy that's, that's, that's played center, let's say, last year and moved to tackle this year, he'll have that response. We'll go back and we'll come back to him. But the thing is, you still have to have that communication and that continuity with the, with the quarterback. You know, even if it's shotgun, if you haven't, taken, if you haven't practiced shotgun snaps, yeah. it's an awesome it's skill. If you're doing it every day in practice, it's not a big deal. But if you're doing it like three or four plays in practice and you go back to tackle, it could become an issue in the game because once you get in the game, it's a whole different ball game because it's all live at that point. Listen, center is like texting and driving. I use that analogy because it's, it's so dangerous. you got a lot of things you got to do. You, yeah. There's a ton of things. Yeah. You've got to snap the ball. You've got to get off the ball. You've got to block your man. Man, yeah. you've got to look up and down as All often signals, as you yeah. I mean, dude, that yeah. is that is a very difficult job. I mean, uh, so I, I just think that was crazy to move. Uh, yeah, and then when they line up a 300-pound nose tackle right across your nose, that makes it a lot difficult. <laughs> yeah, man. Especially man. not only on your nose. If they put him on your shoulder, that's where you have to snap the ball and reach to the right or reach to the left and mm. get across that guy, even though you know the snap count. That's extremely difficult. I've yeah. done it before. It ain't easy. Do you want to thank Edwards Food Giant and Dukin's Pub for sponsoring Mark May? We uh, we asked Hampton, uh, Dan Hampton about the game Sunday, so we need to give you your opportunity. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys got just throttled uh, Sunday night. And if you're the Cowboys, Mark, you have to be looking around going, man, you know, we're trying to say that we're a serious contender. Yeah. And just to get dominated like that, I mean, uh, did you see that coming? And, and what do you think that spells for the uh, the Cowboys? Can they bounce back and be a contender? You think that pretty much tells us who they are? Well, I thought that defense would play a lot better than they did. I didn't think they'd get right, manhandled like yeah. they did in that game against the 49ers. But the thing about the 49ers is this is one thing. If you're not physical on both sides of the ball, they will beat you up. Mm. And they beat everybody up. They're just a team that's a cut above. That's their attitude. That's how they attack you on offense, on defense, on special teams. And look at every team that the 49ers play. Look at the following week. See how many guys are on the injured list and how that team performs the following week. They don't play that well. So I wouldn't expect the Cowboys to play that well against the Chargers. Not only that, look at the injury list. They've got about five or six guys that are injured. They've got guys on defense, linebackers, guys on the offensive line. When you play the 49ers, you're going to pay a price. And the Cowboys felt that price. So if you want to get to that next level, you better start getting physical because that was not a physical football team that you saw for the Dallas Cowboys. That was a team that got dominated and pushed around on both sides of the ball. Do they make a Cowboy? Do they make a quarterback change, or they look really, really based on based on now? Anything's possible. Uh, but but when we talk about the, the Razorbacks being uh, the Arkansas doing an Arkansas thing and pulling out an upset at Alabama after losing all the other games that we've got on a year like this, Cowboys are doing the most Cowboy thing, and that's get all the accolades and praise that uh, uh, that they can and come out strong and look good, uh, and then just turn back into uh, uh, the pumpkin. Yeah, but look at who they defeated. They defeated the Jets, the right. Giants, New England. Look at the records of those teams. Right. Cardinals, they beat yeah. up on them, right. and they look really good, and everybody's like, well, they're looking really good. They're Dallas Cowboys. We're all back mm-hmm. again. All of a sudden, they got to meet another bully, and they got smacked back. They yeah. And the thing this weekend, you don't think Kellen Moore's not dialing up some plays for his quarterback right now for the Chargers? Sure. You know, after what they did and embarrassed him before? Yeah. You don't think that team's got to be ready? And, oh, damn. and right now the Cowboys are real, and I don't care who they're going to play this week. They're going to have a tough time fielding the team and going four quarters this this week. Oh, they, yeah, they're real, and, and the fans are uh, Cowboy fans are the same. Uh, Dan Hampton said he heard a little birdie say that uh, Jimmy Johnson would be on the Charger sideline this week. Uh, <laughs> he I, might be because he's going to be in L.A. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. You know, he also talked about uh, uh, your head coach with the Commanders, uh, thinking that uh, he's on his way out, Mark. Uh, and he took uh, he took Atlanta and the points uh, uh, against your old team. 
What do you think about, about that? The thing about it is, Ron is, you know, Riverboat Ron, and for this year, for some reason, when he should have gone for two, when he should have liked pressing the ball, when he should have put, put pressure on the, the opposing defense, he hasn't done that. And you've got a new ownership group in Washington that just paid $6 billion plus for that franchise. You don't have any ties to Ron Rivera. You don't have any ties to the front office. That's right. You don't have any ties to the coaching staff. That's, that's right. just something you Most of things going to be replaced. You know, paying off coaches now, that's just pocket money for these owners because it's not like the old days where owners didn't want to pay a guy like for three years that he owed $250,000 a year as a head coach. Now, coaches are making dollars and these owners are billionaires. That's just dropping a bucket. That's just a statistical error. They're just going to write it off. So uh, it's not a big deal. And if you're going to put your name on a franchise, yep. you want your people in there. So I wouldn't surprise if Ron Rivera doesn't make the playoffs this year. Wouldn't shock me at all if he's gone. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Sherrill, your old coach, is coming to speak to the Touchdown Club on Monday, Mark. Awesome, awesome. He'll do a great job. You'll enjoy it. He'll have a good time. He's still just as sharp a guy who's 80. Not that it means you can't be sharp at 80. Yeah, because we're 60. He's, 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 still, he's still locked in. You can tell he's a, he's a sharp dude. Oh, absolutely. One thing about Jackie that a lot of people didn't know, he was a master of recruiting talent and developing talent. Look at all the players that he had at Texas A&M, at Mississippi State, at Pittsburgh that were first-round picks, second-round picks that played in the NFL for a long time. And not only that, Jackie was the head of the curb in special teams. We spent so much time on special teams at Pittsburgh. That's why our special teams are so solid at Pittsburgh. A lot of schools didn't do that, but he was ahead of the curve a long time ago. And uh, Raj Bruce James told me yesterday that uh, Jackie Sherrill was the last player for Bear Bryant to go both ways. So he was, right? he was under he was in the Bear Bryant uh, tree, and then, was he and, one of the Junction City Boys? I don't think no, so. It was a but, bit later. But, but interesting, the, the reason he got his one year at Arkansas as assistant coach is that he and Bear and Frank used to trade assistant coaches oh. in, in GAs. That's how that's how he had spent his one year at uh, Arkansas under how about Frank. That? Yeah, Mark, great stuff as always, buddy. Thank you so Thank much. You, Have a great Mark. weekend. All right, guys. Happy birthday, Bass. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Have a great rest of your day. Do you want to th- say thanks to uh, Lee and Greg Hatcher? Lee made uh, me cake. Just what that. I don't need today. Yeah. You make sure you come in and get some of this, Josh. You it's so rich. To. Yeah. It's so rich. Is it good? She got a new oven. She baked it. <laughs> she didn't buy it. She <laughs> hey, baked remember it. Remember the uh, the Easy Bake Ovens? You ever oh. heard of an Easy Bake Oven, Josh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if they had those now. I always wanted one. Actually, I do cook a lot, but I never... <laughs> Yeah, those were usually... Starting to, you know what? It's starting to come together now. <laughs> starting to come together. Yeah, is there a story you're, you're going to have cook? you need to let us know yeah, about? Yeah, we would have big... We'd have G.I. Joe's, and the, and the girls would have the uh, Easy Bake Ovens. But, well, but but that's okay if you yeah, want to... You I'm, were a cook. I'm, I'm like... I'm like, oh, a brownie. That looks great. You know, I want okay. my own brownie. That's okay. Yes, you know, that was a big deal to, to, to eat the... <laughs> you, you better have that come back. That's a little brownie comment right there. You got... Listen, the Easy Bake Oven, that was one hot light bulb in there making those brownies. <laughs> oh, That's what it was. It was all... Yeah, think about that. Today, who the heck are doing... We're, we're getting, giving kid ovens. To cook food back yeah, when you're five, six advice. years old, that's I know, not very wise. Yes, you were doing All right. that. That's, that's right. We had to do it. We were we were having to work when we were uh, at seven. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, seven forty-eight here at Morning Mayhem. Say hey now, Roger Scott here to talk to you about Sigma Supply Packaging Products. Times are crazy, man. Gas prices are through the roof. Grocery store prices are out of control. And if you're a business owner, you're scratching your head thinking, what could be next? Well, next is you call David Breitenberg, the sales manager at Sigma Supply Packaging Products. David and his team of problem solvers will analyze your packaging and shipping methods and see how they may be able to help you cut costs and take some of the stress away. They've got a waste audit analysis program. Let Sigma Supply and David Breitenberg take some of your pain away. You can reach David. 501-617-4600. Now, you've heard me say it here on The Buzz before. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Give my buddy David a call and schedule your appointment now. He may have the solution you've been searching for. Here's that number. 501-617-4600. Call or shoot David Breitenberg a text and give him a call and schedule your waste audit analysis right now. Sigma Supply packaging products online at sigmasupply.com. And remember, say it with me. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. See? somebody's listening. Metro Towing and Recovery can handle all your towing needs. With operations all over Central Arkansas, it doesn't matter what your towing needs are, we can handle it. We can tow or haul just about anything from motorcycles to industrial equipment. No matter what your towing needs are, Metro Towing and Recovery can tow your vehicle to where it needs to go and get there safely without you having to worry about any extra damage being caused along the way. For all your towing needs, call Metro Towing and Recovery at 501-225-3974. Since 1976, that's Metro Towing 
healing and recovery. You call and we haul. The original Jersey Boys, Frankie Valley of the Four Seasons, coming to the theater at Simmons Bank Arena, Saturday night, January 27th. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Tickets are now on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the last Encores Tour from 111 Productions and Danny Zalisco Presents. At Reed's Metals in Benton, customer satisfaction is always their top priority, and they're dedicated to providing the highest quality materials available. Ask about metal panel profile offerings with over 20 colors, all backed by a written 45-year S&P paint warranty. Plus, all your roofing accessories, underlayment, insulation, lathing boards, anchor bolts, pipe boots, pole barn kits, and more. Call Reed's Metals in Benton at 501-77-METAL. That's 501-77-METAL. Buy direct and save. ReedsMetals.com. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, When is my luck gonna change? And I was like, You need to go to Tunica, bro. And he was like, Yeah! Good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kisses. My man was like, This is amazing! His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. Unless you've been living under a rock. You've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville anticipated today's car climate months ago by ordering extra new inventory and assembling a fleet of quality used cars. Call 501-982-2102. Trade now, because prices could soon be headed in the wrong direction. Plus, get the relief of no payments until after New Year's. Watney Chevrolet will get you right before the storm on the horizon. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Clint Sterner joins Justin and Wes in the zone courtesy of Motorsports Authority. Motorsports Authority has two great locations with hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Check them out online at msastore.com. Clint Sterner in the zone brought to you by Motorsports Authority on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Are you having a hard time getting in on the show? Well, just do what the kids are doing these days. Text us at 661-1037. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem. Live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. You ever heard of an Easy Bake Oven, Josh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if they had those now. I always wanted one. I actually, I do cook a lot, but I never. <laughs> Yeah, those were usually... Starting to, you know what? starting to come together now. <laughs> starting to come together. Yeah, is there a story you're, you're going to have you need to let us know yeah, about? Yeah, we would have big... We'd have G.I. Joe's and the and the girls would have the uh, Easy Bake Ovens. But, well, but, but that's okay mean, if you yeah, want. You were a cook. I'm, I'm like, oh, a brownie. That looks great. <laughs> 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 you know, that was a big deal. To, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you better have that come back. <laughs> that's oh, good right there. Um, brownie eater. Oh, come on. That may be a new uh, Morning Mayhem favorite there. Uh, last night was a great night for uh, uh, Justin Moore yeah. as the Arkansas Press Association headliner of the year for all he's done in the community. Uh, and, of course, his 12th number one hit this year. So congratulations to him. He gave a really nice speech. Rex Nelson as well and uh, the, the Rockefeller family and congratulations, others. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice night. Do you want to thank all the folks who came out and saw you at uh, You know, it was a great night at, at Oakland at yeah. Mainline Sports Bar. Yeah. It absolutely was. What a fantastic crowd we had. Thank you. Every thank Thursday you. night. Yeah. Every Thursday night uh, at 6.30. I'll be there next week, I think, Get right? there about yeah. 6.15, you know, if you want to, 6 o'clock, have a team. Uh, uh, Paul Krause and, and his family and the mayor and his wife of uh, Sheridan, they took home first place. Yeah, how about that? was that? awesome. What an awesome crowd. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. I promise place you. Place to be on Thursday nights. I nice. won't let you down. Also, too, I've got my uh, my Oakland Sports picks. I already won. I'm a one for one. Uh, Casey covered last night beating the... Uh, the Broncos. It was a minus ten and a half. Or is it a parlay? It says. Yeah, no. I, I, you know, I, I'm picking him. I, I, I didn't realize he was doing those as parlay as a parlay, which is fine. It's fine. What, what do they say? I keep thinking the pirate. Uh, 
They said the yeah, parlay. Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean to, to meet. Parlay. What, what does it mean? <sighs> it means like they get like a meet. It's like oh, parlay with your captain. Like I want a meeting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm picking uh, Florida State to cover minus 17 against Syracuse. Syracuse, I don't think is any good. I, I, they, I won money on them last week when they lost to North Carolina. So are you yeah. picking? Uh, some people are saying it right now just to get your numbers up that you're picking. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, chalk. Uh, well, yeah, well, he, 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 does, he does say I, I, I pick a lot of favorites. I, yeah. I, I, I'm just you giving you a hard time. You pick exclusively favorites. Listen, All five you, of your picks are favorites. <laughs> if you pick chalk and bet heavy, that's it right, works that, out, doesn't that's, that's it? That's right. And Josh... Uh, well, we'll be taking more than half of your cake home. Crap, I, yeah, I, I didn't realize that was my pop. I didn't either. You're just now. Hey, pops, what's up? Good morning. Hey. Happy birthday, big boy. Thanks, I appreciate that. You, you're hard to believe you got a son who's sixty, huh? I'm sitting here thinking about it right now. Yeah, well, mother, mother <laughs> had to, hard to believe. Yeah, mother had to do the heavy lifting. I think I think she had me, Roger. But wait, wait, about three or four o'clock in the morning. Is that what it was? Yeah, about three, about three or four in the morning. Well, I will say this. Uh, Roger made the point. Man, I'm I'm blessed at age 60 to still have my mom and dad around. So, uh, hashtag, well, hashtag blessed. We're the ones that's blessed to uh, listen to, at this age, to be able to see you go and see you do and stay busy. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I love listening to you guys every morning. Well, how about I picked that? You up a couple, picked you up a couple new listeners this week. They will, I've talked about you all so much. They wanted the app, and so uh, now they're listening to you guys. Awesome, so. awesome. Well, well I'll, uh, I'll buzz you on my way to Tuscaloosa. Okay, do that. I want you to be safe, but uh, did you get my card? I did. You're you're the best, Bob. I, I got it. Okay. I opened it last night, so thank you. All right, well, tell Rog uh, happy birthday. To I can you. hear you. coming up pretty quick. I hey, can Rog. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing great. great. Doing it's great, great to hear from you. You know, you and I need to get together and talk here. <laughs> yeah, we got to. <laughs> hey, listen. If they'd have just listened to us, we wouldn't be going through all this, all these problems. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well, That's listen, a fact. Thanks, Bob. Listen, it's love a blessing. You. It's a blessing that uh, you are here. I can tell you that, and I do love your son. You raised it. You raised a oh, mighty no, fine you boy. Hi, you're the brother he did, you're the brother he didn't have. All right, so uh, I love you. Love you too. Happy birthday. Thank you. Appreciate right. that. Right. Squeeze in, that squeeze in Val real quick. Uh-huh. Val Hanson. Good morning, buddy. Hey, happy birthday, David. Thanks, Val. What year? 80, 81, 82? Yeah, no, it's 60 going on 75. The joints are around, feel like they're 75. No, no, no. I mean, when we met, was it 80 or 81? I, no, I think it was 80, 85, Val, 1985. Was it? That's a long time. Yeah, That's you're a good, long you're, time. you're a good man, buddy. You're a great, great friend. Roger agrees. So, totally. great dude. I appreciate it. All right. Well, happy birthday, and you, you've got two great parents, and I love them, too. Yeah, so, love, I love you, buddy. You. Thanks, uh, thanks okay. man. I love you, too, buddy. Um, okay, yeah, I'm sorry for those who don't want to hear birthdays. That's what happens when yeah. you're, you're you were doing a show. The last few years when the birth with that birthdays, it hadn't been during a show. Right. So anyway, I, I apologize I for all yeah, the birthday yeah, yeah. wishes. Well, let's apologize for that. Well, yeah, I know. We'll get them all out. Not, not make, that make day. a lot of great radio, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, the big man day continues. Landon Jackson, uh, Jackson, six foot seven, uh, defensive lineman. That, listen, that's how the ball's playing well. We'll talk with him when we come back. He's your, listen, he's the only one in any of the press conference that I've heard that sounds like a, yeah, a motivator. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Happy birthday, man. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas' oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. 